Hey guys, Scott and Glenn here with the Dad Bod Sports Pod. We have got a special treat for you today. I had an interview with Maurice Ager, Michigan State basketball legend and ex-first-round NBA draft pick. I'm Scotty. And I'm Glenn. Glenn, uh, do you want to give some shout-outs quick and talk a little bit? Uh, yeah, first and foremost, uh, once again, guys, our affiliates, Rogue Energy, use code DBSP10 for Rogue Energy. It is just like uh, Monster Energy. It is just like Red Bull. It is just like, you know, the bang. It's uh, This stuff is great. I have some product. I've used it, although I haven't been able to go to the gym to use it or anything like that. But um, it tastes delicious. I can tell you that much. But again, if you use code DBSP10, you'll get 10% off and free shipping on any order. That'll help us out if you guys want to try that out. Also, I see a lot of you guys buying jerseys. We have a Fanatics affiliate code. It is fanatics.ncw6.net slash 6OQOE. Uh, and if you guys want the link or if you guys want the, you know, the scan code or whatever, we can give you that as well. But those are our two affiliate links as of now. That'll help to show if you guys ever want to do either of those two. That is fine. Um, also, I want to mention that on these podcasts, we want to start, you know, helping some businesses. I mean, obviously, we're not getting, you know, tons and tons and tons of listens, like thousands and thousands yet. But uh, if there's anything we can do to maybe help your business or your podcast or anything you want, we will uh, be glad to share anything you guys want. Uh, as of right now, I have my buddy Devin, who actually started his own landscaping company. They're doing very well. Uh, it is called DK Lawn and Landscaping. They serve Spokane, Spokane Valley, Liberty Lake, Post Falls, Hayden. Uh, if anyone's in that area, this man does amazing work with his team. Uh, I can give you all the information you need. Uh, the DK loan number is 208-640-1353. You guys give him a call and he will take care of you. Great prices, great everything, uh, especially with the winter coming up, you know, and people needing uh, their lawns to be repaired after. This guy will definitely take care of everything for you. And they also do snow, power, uh, snow removal and things like that. So there's one uh, business that we're going to start with. Again, if you guys want to do that and just have us mention, it obviously doesn't cost you anything or anything like that. We're just trying to help people out. Anything we'll mention, we'll hook you up with the shout out as long as you listen to the show. And speaking of people listening to the show, there are three people that have listened to every single episode and have given us feedback on uh, every single one. I want to give a shout out to Jamie. Uh, you know, he's a Scum Triots fan, but... Uh, He's listened to everything and has given us feedback every single time. Definitely uh, one quick shout out. I want to give a shout out to Ryan. Uh, he's listened to every my buddy Ryan, who's listened to every single thing. And I like he, everything we've mentioned in the podcast. He will tell us like this part cut out. <laughs> He'll mention that this part was too loud. This part was too every. So he's very, very loyal fan. Uh, we appreciate that. And everyone who's done that uh, definitely appreciate. And also Alex, uh, again, same thing non-stop constant communication with me every time we upload a podcast he's one of the first ones to let me know hey that was good you know this was great well, i don't think this team's gonna do this this and that so again if you guys just keep doing that we'll just keep shouting you out giving you love because you're giving us love and we truly truly do uh appreciate it but uh yeah so those are the shout outs um those are our affiliate codes and things like that um scotty is there one thing that you want to mention before we get into this interview uh, sports related that you know you want to get off your chest or talk about uh, my one thing is coaching and that's Matt Patricia is a fat turd um, he sucks uh, but you know about 
like coaching sucks because you're a Jets oh, fan. Trust me. Case. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia 76ers, if you bring in Mike D'Antoni, do not bring in James Harden. It's proven time and time again it can't work. If James Harden comes on the team, then that takes the ball out of Ben Simmons' hands, and he's the he's the motor to the offense. You're going to have to get rid of Joel Embiid if you're bringing in D'Antoni because that dude, as dominant as he can be in the post, he just does not fit a speed offense, and we see that when Simmons and Embiid both play. So my topic is coaching. Detroit Lions, do your thing and fire Fat Matt, the rocket scientist. Philadelphia, make sure if you hire Mike D'Antoni, you're doing the roster moves to make him the most effective coach he can be, not just having the best players on the team. You got anything? Yeah. So mine's going to be a little bit of a rant. Uh, This is just a a general topic of fandom. Now, people don't understand what being a fan is. People think that being a fan is blindly rooting for your team no matter what. If the team is absolute garbage or, or dog turd, they expect you to sit there and just still be positive and rainbow-sensitive, Oprah Winfrey style, like, everything's great, everything's great. We don't. That's bull. That's not a fan. That's a casual. A fan is a fanatic. A fan lives and dies with their sports team. A fanatic is somebody that watches every single game, win or lose, and they are into it. They're not like... You know, they're not the person that's going to sit there and, and not talk about the game after or just accept what it is for what it is. It, that's not what a fan is, okay? So, me as a Jets, a Knicks, a Rangers, and a Mets fan, when my teams torture the hell out of me, and when I say torture, the, every essence of the word means they torture me. Torture me. Because, especially a team like the Mets who keep you in it long enough to break your heart, the Jets just torture you by giving you false hope preseason and then just being absolute, utter, worthless garbage. And me saying that doesn't make me less of a fan. They are absolute, worthless garbage. It's not, a, it's not me saying that because I like am a fake fan or want to leave or anything like that. It's because I am devoted to them. It is because I do watch every single damn game. It is because I watch every second of the damn game. I'm sitting there being tortured and watching and following and not leaving. So... Stop telling people what a fan is. Every time someone says something negative about their team, there are people backlashing them saying, you're not a real fan, you're not this, you're not that. That's bullshit. A real fan lives and dies with their team. They're going to be angry when they lose. They're going to be happy when they win. That's what a fan is. Stop telling people what a, you know what real fans are because that's just bull. People have their own ways of doing things. A fanatic lives and dies with their team. Let it be, period. So that's my little rant right there. Sounds like someone is angry, but <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm very angry, but that'll be another podcast. So I'm just going to do a little introduction to our interview with Maurice Egger. Maurice Egger, Michigan State legend, like I said, this dude was a ball player. One of my favorite basketball players of all time for NCAA. As Glenn and everyone knows, I'm an NCAA fanatic. Uh, college basketball is what I grew up on. Like, I love the NBA. I love the NFL. But when it comes to college basketball... I'm a nerd. Straight and simple, it's my life. Uh, Mo played for the Mavericks, the Nets, and the Timberwolves in the NBA. He was a first-round draft pick, and he's doing a lot of things overseas to try and help out kids. He's got these foundations that he's doing, and he's going to explain all that in the interview, and we're just going to get right to it. So right here is my interview with Maurice Egger. 
I am here with former first-round pick and Michigan State legend Maurice Egger. Mo, how you doing? Man, all is well, man. Working, working, man. Getting it done. It's good to hear. Um, you got a foundation that you're doing now overseas. You want to tell the people a little bit about it and what you do? Yeah, man, most certainly, man. Um, first and foremost, man, um, I appreciate you um, you having me on your platform, bro. And I know it's been a long time coming. And, um, you know, once again, uh, yeah, I appreciate that, man, just having me. So, yeah, yeah, Maurice Aker, man, from um, Detroit, Michigan. You know, former Michigan State Spartan dog. Um, First-round draft pick, you know, to the um, Dallas Mavericks. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he has played five years professionally. But, um, but you know, most importantly, man, is what we're doing now, man. You know, uh, I created the Morrigan Hoop School back in 2013. And um, we've been working and chipping away for the past um, seven years or so, man, just, you know, just to continue to extend basketball worldwide, you know. And, um, you know, I've been, you know, just using my expertise, my background in order to, you know, um, you know, uh, lift up the new generation, man, and, you know, and teach what I know. Um, basketball-wise, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm currently here in Vietnam. You know, uh, I brought my, my company here to uh, Hanoi, Vietnam. And, um, you know, we started, you know, uh, you know, our camps and clinics about, about a year ago. And, um, you know, my goal right now is, you know, a few things. Uh, for one, obviously, it's, uh, you know, to extend basketball worldwide and to continue to, uh, to grow the game, you know, and um, use it. Uh, as a platform for kids to, you know, in order to, you know, succeed not only just in basketball and sports, but just in life, you know, because, you know, basketball itself is very important. Uh, it, it helps, you know, with so many different things, man, concentration, focus, you know, confidence, you know, you know, there's so many life skills that goes with basketball, man, you know, and um, yeah, you know, and I'm actually creating opportunities for people to come and work abroad, you know, and, uh, you know, so that's why I'm working so hard to build a company because, you know, it's a lot of opportunities in the world, you know, and I want to just play my part in creating opportunities for people in America to come over here and work and, you know, and experience other, you know, parts of the world and other parts of life as well, you know. You know, I'm just using my basketball pro platform, you know, in order to pave the way and be a trailblazer. Um, but with that said, you know, uh, you know, we, we, we partnered with some international schools here and um, pretty soon, you know, we're going to be, you know, really rolling here with the Moyga Hoop School. So, yeah, yeah, we appreciate all the support that we can get, you know, when it comes to, you know, just, you know, just donate it to the program and, you know, and um, just donate it to the cause, you know, and, and helping uh, to further, you know, what we're doing in our efforts with with basketball and, you know, and, um, you know, and lifting up the youth. And um, yeah, man, and, and and it's fun, man. You know, it's, it's a lot going on with it. You know, um, people here are very excited about it. You know, um, it's I'm in a very unique situation being the only NBA guy out here in, in Vietnam, so it gives me a lot of leverage. But, you know, with that being said, you know, it still takes a lot of work, you know, uh, a lot of effort, you know, you know, for people to actually understand what's, what they have and, um, and for them to see the value and what we're bringing here at, uh, in Vietnam. And, uh, yeah, man, and that's where we at with it, bro. You know, so, uh, yeah, let's get it. Yeah, man, that's dope to hear. I mean, basketball, it's, it's so much more than the game. Like, for people, it's an escape, you know what I mean? It, uh people like they develop they learn how to respect people through basketball which brings me to my first question for you is tom Izzo is one of my personal heroes tell me a little bit about tom yeah tom Izzo, man he's, he's actually one of my personal heroes as well man in so many ways you know um he's just one of those guys who who, who i truly believe that he he believed in me you know what i'm saying um i really had to go to michigan state and prove myself and 
But uh, I, I think that he saw a lot of me, you know, um, you know, in high school. So I think that, you know, outside of basketball, man, I feel like we had a more deeper relationship. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, just Tom Izzo as a coach, man, he was really tough, really hard, man. He didn't really take too much stuff, man. He, um, he, I think he really cared. He wanted us to graduate. He wanted to make our, uh, our parents proud. And uh, that meant a lot for him, you know what I mean? Outside of, you know, Final Fours and going into the NBA and stuff like that, which is very important. I, I, but I truly believe that, you know, out of all the coaches, you know, in college basketball, you know, I feel like he's one of the guys who is truly genuine. And, um, and to this day, you know what I'm saying, you know, he's one of my favorite people. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate some of the things that I learned from him. And um, I'm, I'm sure he learned some things from us as well, you know, just, you know, being able to, you know, relate to, you know, a lot of guys that come from the inner city and, and um, you know, us, you know, coming from, you know, uh, humble beginnings to, to create, you know, lives for ourselves, man, lives for ourselves and our family. So I think he really respect that. But uh, all in all, man, Tom Mills was a great guy, man. I have nothing bad to say about him. I really appreciate, you know, the work that he's done. I really appreciate um, the opportunity he's, he's given me and the love he's shown me over the years um, is, 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 uh, is bar none, man, you know, some, some great things. So, you know, just my time at Michigan State was, was an amazing time of my life, man. And, uh, and I'm grateful for the time that I was there because, you know, it goes a long way. You know what I mean? I, I feel like, you know, some people that, that are, you know, Michigan State fans, they still look at me like some of the, <laughs> like, you know, some stuff happened yesterday. So it's kind of like crazy how, you know, stumps, you know, just the basketball world and, you know, the fans are, are pretty much timeless when it comes to, you know, the things that were done at Michigan State during my time period. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm one of those people. You, so I'm a Michigan State diehard fan, but that I think it was like 05, 06, like that little range there with you and Shannon and Drew Neitzel, Paul Davis. Uh, I think you guys had Matt Trannon on that team. Like, personally, yeah. my favorite college basketball team of all time, individual for a year. You and Shannon Brown, you guys pushed me because I was like, man, I want to be like these dudes. I'm, I'm a few years younger than you. I remember watching you guys. And it was just, it was unreal. Like, you guys, along with Tom Izzo, but you guys were all, like, role models, heroes, someone that I looked up to big time. So, Definitely. you know, and it's great. Like, it's great getting to talk to you, a role model of mine. And it's great getting to learn more about you. So, the yeah. next question I have for you, man. Who is the toughest individual player you ever matched up with in college? Um... Man, you know, that's that's a tough question. Um, uh, but I'd say Adam Morrison for sure. Yeah, yeah, Adam Morrison would probably be the the number one guy. I felt like that was pretty tough at that time. Adam Definitely. Morrison, oh man, yeah. he was at Gonzaga. He was something special. He really was. Yeah, and most certainly. He got. What's cool is he got to go on and play with uh, Shannon Brown in the NBA there for the Lakers for a little bit. So. Yeah. It, I think he won a ring too. So, you know, that was good for him. Yeah, he uh, was a part of, I think, the that first year that Kobe led him with Pau Gasol. So he got his ring. But um, what about this? In your time in the NBA, who was your favorite teammate? Uh, my favorite teammate in the NBA? Uh, I'll say Sagana Jop. Sagana Jop. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. He was a UCLA guy, right? No, nah, nah, he went straight out of high school. Remember, he got drafted to Cleveland, and then, um, you know, he ended up with Dallas Mavericks. But, yeah, yeah, man, you know, that was my guy, man. He's still my guy to this day, man. He was just he's just a real dude, man. He took me under his wing, man. You know, um, you know, we got along really well, and I feel like he was just one of my 
my good friends and um, made a lot of good friends in, in the NBA. But I, I would say that, you know, he was probably my, my number one fan be, um, friend because, you know, you know, we were in Dallas together for almost two years. And then, you know, we spent almost, you know, almost two years in New Jersey together. So, you know, uh, we developed a cool relationship, man. And uh, I got nothing respect for that homie. That's cool. And he's an overseas guy. Uh, he's from Senegal, I think it was. So that's cool that you're going overseas and helping out like other communities and one of your favorite teammates is from overseas. So the next question I'm going to ask you is probably a question you get a lot being a Dallas Maverick, an ex-Dallas Maverick. What's Dirk Nowitzki like as a person? Uh, Dirk, he was a um, man, really funny guy, man. He cracked jokes all the time, man. He was just uh, he was really serious about his craft, but at the same time, uh, I feel like he had a really good balance between, you know, just being a, a really uh, mentally hardworking guy, physically hardworking guy, but at the same time, you know, he, he was really a, a silly dude, man. You know, he, uh, he he was really lighthearted, bro. You know, he's a lighthearted dude, man, funny. Uh, uh, really good dude, man. Like, I really, really enjoyed being around Dirk, man. He, he, he was a really good teammate, um, one of the hardest working teammates I've ever seen and been around. And, uh, you know, he, he, he was cool because, you know, he was always, you know, you know, me and him joked a lot together. So it was, it was always cool, man, because I'm, I'm, I'm a jokester. So it's like it was, it was definitely dope to be able to, you know, you know, you know, joke around with one of the greatest players of all time, man. And, and you know, on a plane during practice, after practice. And, uh, you know, he was a great guy, man. And, you know, he uh, I think towards the, you know, the end of my time there, you know, I think he ended up getting married, you know, and, um, you know, starting a family and stuff like that. But uh, I think Dirk, he's just a, he's a real um, dedicated dude, man. Uh, he's really dedicated to the game of basketball. And, uh, yeah, he was something special. So, you know, he's one of those guys that I'm privileged to say that I was able to be around, man, and, and learn from, grow from, and just really see um, a real work ethic, you know, because I feel like we all, you know, have really strong work ethics. But, you know, just to see how he worked, you know, as the best player on the team, man, was, was, uh, was, was incredible, bro. That's cool to hear. Uh, he's one of those people, I think he's just loved worldwide. Just a, a good, hard to do from what I've heard. And you saying that kind of backs it up. So that's great to hear. Um, I'm going to ask you one more question. Uh, I know you're a busy guy. Uh, this one, it's a little in-depth, but Josh Howard was on that team. Yeah. Josh Howard, what is he like? He gets a bad rap. So, nah, which is terrible. Yeah, so basically, tell me a little bit about Josh Howard, because he's a dude I loved watching, and he yeah. was going to be great, and then, you know, it just kind of fell off the rails. Uh, You know what, man? I'm going to go ahead and just keep it real, man. I think Josh Howard is one of the realest players, people that I know to this day, man. I, I, I have a hard time, you know, believing that, you know, he has a bad reputation, which is kind of crazy. I don't know why. Maybe because of, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't even want to get into that, but at the end of the day, man, all I can say is, Josh Howard's one of the realest people I know. He's one of the kindest per people I know. One of the most down to earth people I know, man. He's he's an amazing person, bro. Like outside of Ghana, man, I feel like he's just one of my, you know, just as like I mean, I said Sagana, but I mean Josh Howard just is just as um as close, man. And, and for him to like support me the way he does now, man, is amazing, man. Because a lot of times, you know, when when guys, you know part ways and, and go to different cities and lead teams and stuff like that, you know, they pretty much kind of just, you know, fall by the wayside. But, man, Josh Howard's been one of my supporters for years, man. He supports my music. He supports everything I'm doing with the Hoop School. And uh, he's had my back in many occasions, man. So uh, for people to say anything negative about Josh Howard, man, it just simply lets me know that, you know, um, people just are just judgmental. You know, they don't – they just go off of what they may 
see or perceive, but you know, Josh Howard is one of the most amazing people on this earth, man. Simple and plain, man. That guy, he he works hard, man. He does a lot for his community. Uh, he does a lot for his family. Um, yeah, and other than that, you know, I, I don't know, man. Josh is, was an amazing basketball player. Um, you know, I think once he left, you know, the Dallas Mavericks, you know, things started to go down basketball-wise, but uh, um, it, it's just unfortunate, you know, when situations like that happen because, you know, you have guys who come in and and do really well with, with one team and, and, you know, they're really good on that team and um, they go elsewhere, you know, they're just not, you know, as, uh, well, I don't want to say productive, but they, they don't fit in. You know, I think right. it's a lot of guys in the NBA that we can point to that, that were just perfect players for a certain team and a perfect player for perfect scenarios. And, uh, and unfortunately, man, you know, he had some injuries and stuff like that, that, that kind of set him back. But other than that, man, Josh Howard is an amazing person, man. Heart of gold. He will give his shirt off his back for you. And I've seen it, you know, and uh, I've experienced, you know, just being around him. And, um, I, I, you know, I would be the first to tell you, man, Josh Howard is an amazing person. So that, that's crazy to me, you know, for people that's, to say anything bad about that, man. That's great to hear because, like I said, I was a big Josh Howard fan. He was like a 20-point-per-game guy for a couple of years, like 20 and 6. I thought he was the future, yeah, sure. and then basically, you know, like the media starts talking about players, and you know, like it spreads. And I wish I could have seen Josh Howard with a full career because I think he would have been truly special as a basketball player. And now that I hear he's a great guy, you know, that makes me like him even more. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of guys in the NBA that way. You know, I feel like you know, the realer you are, I mean, more so. At that time, I feel like, you know, freedom of speech and freedom to be who you are was was not as accepted in the NBA as it is now because, you know, we're moving to a, a new world. You know, I feel like at that time, you know, guys like the, the Kenya Martins, the Carmelo Anthony's, the Allen Iversons, the Stephon Marbury's, those guys got bad reputations just because they were just simply who they, who they were, you know, and, and if it didn't fit the, the you know, the, the good boy criteria that, you know, that the NBA had at that time, you know, people just deemed them as bad people and bad players and, and, and bad teammates when, in fact, they were just authentic. They were good people, man. You look at some of these guys now, like a Stephon Marbury, he was an authentic guy. You know, I feel like a lot of these guys kind of came up in the wrong era. And, um, you know, I feel like if, if they played in this era, you know, they, they would probably be able to be, they will be more appreciated because, you know, you, you see that more and more players are kind of speaking their mind and being more honest. And it's more accepted because more people want to hear the truth about certain things. And, um, and, and it sucks that, you know, the, the guys who are more so like um, guys from the city, you know, the urban areas, you know, who kind of just have a, more of a, a, a rugged or a grimy. I'm not with a grimy, not grimy, but more of a, a, a harder type um, personality, you know, to get bad person, um, bad rep, uh, I'm sorry, um, Bad press just because of, of those things. But, man, those guys are, are great guys, man. And now you're looking up now, you know, a guy like Steven Jackson, five, six, seven, eight years ago, you know, they would have looked at him as one of the rebels in the NBA. But now he's on ESPN. People want to hear his opinion because it's authentic. And people are tired of, you know, the, the, the Fugazi stuff, man. People want to hear the real. So, you know, you'll see a Kenya Martin on, on the ESPN talking now. You'll see a, a Steven Jackson. You'll see right. some of these guys who were considered, you know, um, bad guys quote-unquote in the nba you know people want to hear from them yeah a guy like matt barnes like i love listening to matt barnes yeah. talk. he he just tells the truth like and he doesn't give a shit if he makes people mad he just wants to tell the yeah. truth and i love it i respect it 
He was a tough guy, man. He was a part of the whole era, where, you know, with you know Stephen Jackson, you know Baron Davis. You know when we lost to those guys in the first round in um my rookie year. You know those tough guys, man. You know, um, and, and it's sad because like once again, man, it, they didn't fit into the good boy, goody two suit image that the NBA really wanted to continue to portray. But you know, and at the end of the day, man, authenticity is always going to last a lot longer than you know, um, you know some of the fake things that you know that uh you know, guys were <laughs> accustomed to during that period, you know, that time period. Yeah, man. I mean, you said Allen Iverson, like that's, Allen Iverson is my all-time favorite player, and he was so hated because of his image, you know, but Allen Iverson changed so many lives with the way he played, the way he carried oh, himself. That guy, like, without Allen Iverson, I honestly wouldn't have a love for basketball. It's, it's crazy how oh, these man. dudes reach out. Allen Iverson was my favorite player growing up for sure, and um, you know, I, I, you know, he got to, he got to, uh, you know, he, he's in the Hall of Fame, but you know, for some of the things that he had to go through, you know, during that time period was was tough on him, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, nobody's perfect, you know. Some people have their lifestyles. AI was one of those guys who was like he couldn't play until he, you know, unless he party. That was just him, you know what I'm saying? And he was productive for as long as he, his body could could um, handle that type of lifestyle. So. Um, <clears throat> AI will, you know, he will dominate in, in this time period as well. So AI was one of those guys with another big heart. But once again, you know, you know, he just didn't fit the criteria um, of the good boy. You know what I mean? You know, he liked to party. He liked to drink. He did what he did. But at the end of the day, you can never doubt the fact that he was going to come out every single night and give a thousand percent. So it's like I feel, I feel like that should be the most important thing. But, uh, yeah, AI was definitely like one of those guys who who kind of got a bad rap. You know, but hey, it is what it is, man. I, I don't know if he he could have been anything other than AI and, and been you know and not been successful. So it's like he he had to be who he was in order for him to be you know one of the most uh, beloved NBA basketball players of all time, man. Don't no matter what you say, man. Allen Iverson's a rock star to this day. AI, yeah, is, I mean, is one of those guys. Yeah, he's he going anywhere himself. in the world. Yeah, he said it himself. He didn't want to be Jordan. He didn't want to be Bird. He wanted to be Allen Iverson, and he did it. Like, he lived his life. I love it. Like, that dude will forever hold a place in my heart. He's the reason I love basketball, and I respect the hell of him for it. Yeah, think about it, man. He's changed the game worldwide, man. He's changed rules. Like, you know what I mean? He was like, man, come on, man. Everybody was wearing um, braids because of Allen Iverson. I still wish he had a patent the arm sleeve because it's like, if he had a patent the arm sleeve, he'd be a billionaire right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Some of the things that he brought, everybody wanted to be AI, man. Like, he was cool, you know what I'm saying? You know, he just always had this this whole swag about himself to where it's like, man, that's, that's, that's Chuck, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm happy that he was able to make it to the uh, Hall of Fame. You know, and, um, you know, just like anything else, man, time always um, reveals the best out of all of us, you know, when it comes to um, just longevity in general. You know, you know, uh, as a while, as time progressed, you know, people start to appreciate people like Allen Iverson a lot more. They appreciate guys like, you know, uh, whoever else, you know, that you consider somebody at that time is like, you know, you appreciate them much more. And it's amazing that, like, you know, I haven't played NBA basketball since 2010. And some people still appreciate, um, you know, what I brought to the game, you know what I mean, during my time period. So. It's it's just what it is, man. You know, I'm just I'm grateful that you know I, I was able to play against that guy. You know, because like I said, man, AI was my 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 childhood favorite you know player. I wore number three because of AI. I got braids because of AI. 
You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I wanted to do everything like AI, man. You know, he was just one of those guys. But, you know, I have a lot of other players that I, you know, I really admired as well. But AI was definitely my favorite player growing up. Yeah, man. I mean, we could probably sit here and talk about Allen Iverson for hours, but you're a busy guy, so I'm going to let you go, Mo. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, give you give your program a quick shout-out again, and then we'll wrap this up, and, yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you guys, man. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Twitter, um, Mo Ager, both handles, M-O-E-A-G-E-R. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, we appreciate any support that we may get, you know, for, you know, for the production that I'm doing out here, producing camps, producing opportunities for others and, and continue to, um, you know, grow, grow the game of basketball and, you know, ultimately grow myself as a, as an individual, you know, by, uh, you know, continuing my work, you know, and just, you know, stand on the path. Yeah, man. All right. Well, thank you very much again, Mo. Um, I'll be in touch with you and, you know, I'll hit you up like I do quite a bit to talk about the Michigan State days, and I love hearing about it. You know I do. So I'm going to thank you again, and, you know, this is the Dad Bod Sports Pod. Mo Eger, everyone. Thank you. Have a good one, Mo. Appreciate you, stop. And that was my interview with Maurice Eger. Um, his charity is a great charity. Please at least check it out. Give him a like. Go like his Twitter, his Facebook, and all of that. We'll have everything in the links for you. We'll drop it down below in the comments. And just help out as much as you can. Give him a shout-out if you can. He's a great guy. Glenn, how about your random fact of the week? As everybody knows, the king likes to give the knowledge to the people. Like I do with sports. But we're going to do it non-sports here. This random fact is something that I kind of wish I could do as well. Uh, slugs have four noses, which means they have the highest smelling sense in the world. I wish I had that, but I don't. So that is the King's random fact of the podcast. All right. I am happy with one nose, so I am good to go there. And uh, just like last time we did this, I'm just going to ask you a random top five thing so the followers kind of get a feel of who we are. This one, I know you got a soft spot in your heart for, Glenn. Let's say it's midnight on a Saturday. You're, you're video gaming. You're watching a movie. Give me your five go-to snacks. Oh, all right. Uh, one is definitely popcorn. Two is probably going to be Skittles. Uh, three, probably, like, jelly beans. Oh. I'm more of, like, a, like, any kind of candy I have has to be some kind of fruity candy. Uh, Gummy bears, probably four, and maybe like sour worms, five. You're a disgusting human being. My number one has got to be Funyuns. My number two has got to be Puppy Chow, and that shit better be clumpy. I want giant clumps of Puppy Chow. Number three, I'm going to probably go Sour Patch Kids. Number four, give me some sweet, spicy chili Doritos. And number five, I'm going to take Bugles. Uh, grew up on Bugles. You can wear them like witch fingers, and that's cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's one of the selling points. But guys, I, I could see that? I can see why you don't want four noses eating funyuns. Your breath probably is disgusting, so it makes that's it makes fine. more sense now. That's fine. They're so delicious, and nobody can deny it. But guys, we want to thank you for tuning in again. Once again, check out the Moegger Hoops Foundation. 
we will have the link in the comments so you can check it out. Donate if you want. Mo wanted me to tell you, if you donate, he will send you a Mo Egger Hoops Foundation t-shirt. So you're getting something back in return besides the feeling of helping. Like I said, he's a great guy. He wants to come on and do more interviews and just talk college hoops with me. So we're definitely going to take advantage of that. And we're going to try and get some more interviews with these either current or ex-players, anything sports, just to, you know, make it interesting for you guys and get some insight on the inside of sports. Glenn, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I, I don't want four noses. I just said that because I didn't know what else I was supposed to say. And like you guys know, I'm an idiot. So I don't want four noses. I don't want to smell myself. Definitely don't want to smell myself. So I just want to make sure you know I don't want four noses. I just didn't know what to say after that. And that's the one bumble of the day, like I always do in every podcast. So there you go. All right, guys. Well, like our page, like our Instagram. Go follow us on Twitter. Uh, We've been posting daily sports stuff. Um, You know, we're just going to keep pumping out content. And it's not content. Like, there's going to be a few, like, funny memes in there once in a while. But we're going to try and do content that makes you want to discuss sports. Like, who would you take out of these four players? And then we want your opinion so we can see everyone's thought process. But that's all I have for tonight. Glenn, if you have anything else, add it. If not, we'll sign off. Let's sign off. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining in again. Subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Anything to help. And stay with that dad bod, boys.